The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. With your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hello, and welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today, we radiate union with Janine Thompson, who is a transformational coach, speaker, and author whose breadth of knowledge and experience spans multiple disciplines. And she is the author of 911 or 911 from your soul. What an interesting title. Hi, Janine. Hi, it is just delightful to be with you, Christy, and your listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much. So 911 from your soul, that sounds like an emergency. So can you tell us a bit what the book is about? Absolutely. So at the core of the book is um, an invitation. It is an invitation to reconnect with parts of yourself you've lost sight of along the way. You know, most of us are busy functioning in life. We're bouncing a million balls. And for me, even though I was successful, according to external standards, I was a Fortune 50 executive, had a wonderful family. You know, from the outside, it looked like all should be well. But I had this deep, persistent yearning uh, that something was off, something was missing, and I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, oh my gosh, why can't you just be grateful, Janine? You know, and I'm a grateful person. Like, I, I tried to gratitude it away. I tried to travel it away. I tried, like, all these external things. And at the end of the day, um, it brought me full circle back home to myself uh, through the interior journey and reconnecting with the part of me that already knew the way, that already knew the answers. And so to me, a 911 from your soul is actually a love note from the universe saying, hey, 
there's a greater opportunity for you, but it's not going to be found outside of you. It's going to be found by reconnecting with your, what I call soul. You can call it inner genius, IntelliKey, whatever works for you. But that is the trove of peace and freedom and joy that you're actually searching for. Right, right. You know, I've had many guests on who have come to the work that they do currently through going through this disconnection. Why do you feel like we get disconnected like that? I think we're trained into it. You know, How so? A, well, from a very young age, we're taught that somewhere else is better. Even in kindergarten, it's going to be a big deal when you're in first grade. And when you're in first grade, you want to be like the cool second graders. And so, you know, all the way through, then you graduate, then you'll be enough if you get a degree or you get that job. And then if you get the house or the title or the car. So we're always trained that somewhere else or something else will make us happy. So I think that's part of it. I think it's reinforced by the media. Every message says you are not enough. Now, they don't use that language. They're much more clever, but they do essentially tell you you don't have the right bank account, the right home, the right car, the right education, the right fingernail polish, like everything is you're not enough, you know? And so we all search, and I think religions, some religions do that as well. They say Mm -hmm. the power is out there, up there, somewhere Mm -hmm. else. And... I think that that is one of our greatest invitations of this life is to actually come full circle and realize that only within, with communing in our inner sanctuary, can we reconnect and have the union with um, mind, body, soul, and spirit and actually free ourselves right? Because all this stuff, all of the goals, all the expectations are all about a pursuit, the great search for happiness. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's what I mean by I think we've been trained into it. And now I actually think the last several years with expanded consciousness, well, decades, I would say, but particularly in the last several years, we are being asked to um, flip the paradigm upside down, that the power isn't outside of us. Mm -hmm. It's actually in us. Mm, I love that. I love that. So you have training as a psychotherapist and a background as a psychotherapist. So how did that help bring about this book (laughs) it's funny you know I've had a pretty eclectic professional path I was an evidence-based psychotherapist so I went by the book it was an SOP for treating anxiety disorders obsessive compulsive disorders so I didn't even believe in energy I thought all of this talk that I talk about now and believe in was (laughs) and and not supported Right. And then I became a Fortune 50 executive, no training, no business classes. And 
Um, now, a business executive in in what field? Yeah, I in in a couple of fields, uh, retail and uh, healthcare. So I was a head of international HR throughout my career. I led the high potential programs, leadership development, et cetera. All still very evidence-based. Like where was the proof and act on that? What did best practices have to say? So once again, a very external um, focused endeavor to live our highest potential. Like many of your listeners, um, your soul starts speaking pretty well, softly, usually initially, and then really loudly when you're ready to evolve to another level of growth and claim a part of yourself, mm-hmm. a lost sight of, or maybe never even knew you had. And that happened for me too. I was on a trip in Mexico and I uh, heard myself say to my girlfriend, you know, someday I'm going to be I've got to leave this job and I know there's something else. And I was stunned to hear myself say that. I had seemingly a great job. I loved it. My kids, my human plan wasn't to leave that job for at least another four to five years. And so I had no intention of leaving. I'm like, what is this? So I ignored the whispers. And every night in the middle of the night, I just kept hearing, you're not really living. Oh, Guilty when I wasn't with my kids, when I was at work. Uh, I felt guilty when I um, wasn't at work. You know, it was this balance as a working mom that was, I I couldn't figure out how to crack the code of harmony and union between that. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it led me to leaving my 1450 job and uh, led me to yoga and Reiki, and hypnosis, and all sorts of things that, again, I made fun of. In my evidence-based history, I'm like, what? There is no way. But it was compelling. It was this magnetic inward pull. I couldn't help but keep returning to yoga and becoming a certified uh, yoga teacher and make Reiki master, and all of them led me to union, union of mind, body, soul, and spirit. Right. And that's what it's about. So how does, what is the solution? How do we create this union of mind, body, soul, and spirit? You know, I think number one, we got to tune in to life. I think life is sending us love notes hundreds, if not thousands of times a day, but most of us are in our head brain. In those 70,000 thoughts, we're organizing, we're planning, we're gripping the steering wheel, trying to control and influence the outcome. So the first thing we need to do is shift our awareness from our busy brain to our wisdom centers. I always say one hand on heart center, one on your belly, and just consciously connect with your breath. Breath is something that having worked in a hospital for 10 years, you know, it was automatic. It was important, but I actually never understood that it was the life force that um, becomes the portal Mm. to your infinite self that becomes the bridge to everything you want to know, to everything you want to experience. So that 
that simple shift, it is simple, although not always easy, because that busy brain keeps kicking up when you're trying to just focus on your breath. But the more you can connect in stillness, the more you open up the trove of wisdom, intelligence, peace, joy, all the, all the stuff we actually truly seek. Right, right. Um, now you were also you also bill yourself as a potentiality coach. Yeah, I've heard of this before. Tell me what that means. For me, it's a fusion of soul and science. So there's no doubt. I'm also a certified high performance coach and um, rapid uh, transformational therapist. So I appreciate some of the science behind those therapies. Right, and. I do think they help us access um, things we wouldn't normally access through how we use the mind today, and it helps hone our skills. But we leave potential on the table every day when we do not connect both inward with ourselves, I think outward around us in nature. Nature is a profound wisdom teacher who's always giving us messages every day. And then for those who believe it, um, higher powers in the celestial realm above. So to me, potentiality coaching is actually living all of your infinite potential, learning how to live greater coherence every single day between our human self and our divine self. Mm -hmm. I see. So what religious background were you brought up, if I may ask? Absolutely. I was brought up Missouri Synod Lutheran. And so it was, um, our family was very religious. We were in church every Sunday, had our own pew, like we were small farm country. So you each have kind of your own normal pew you sit in. And I think it was an important um, community uh, belief system that um, gave me a foundation. But as I got older, uh, many of the teachings no longer resonated with me in the way that I spoke to one earlier that God was up there, out there, outside of us. Right. Versus, and we heard the kingdom of God was within, but it really wasn't a message that was really taught and steeped into. It was more external, outside of you. So and when I was exploring Reiki and yoga, I became fascinated by poetry vast wisdom traditions, secret sites, like all these different perspectives. I don't believe one religion has the answer. I think that there are um, wisdom in many of the traditions and people can choose uh, what fits for their life, you know? Yeah. So it's a big shift uh, for me given how I how I grew up but I also think that's the invitation part of awakening I believe is the paradox and everything we think we know I think we have to flip upside down and and let all of our current beliefs just rest and maybe even evaporate so we can come to know 
truths that have been hidden in plain sight all along for us. True, true. Um, I don't know if you realize, but I am in, well, I'm not in Missouri right now, but I grew up in Kansas City and still live in Kansas City. Um, so the Missouri Synod is very well known around here and very, very strict from what I understand. Yes. Missouri yeah. seems to be the buckle on the Bible belt. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, I remember for a while women couldn't vote in church. And even as a young child, I was thinking, hmm. Well, that doesn't seem right. And there was often messages about what we were not doing right in terms of sin and et cetera. Mm -hmm. And that too, um, I couldn't reconcile. I couldn't reconcile exclusions. I couldn't of certain, uh, you know, choices and people. And so... I think it became an invitation. I think at the end of the day, we're all trying to find our way back to love, learning how to love ourselves in our humanness. Yes. We're going to be messy. We're going to be imperfect. We're going to have those moments where we go, oh, man, I wish I had an erase do over. That's part of the journey, right? <clears throat> but more and more, we're invited to walk on this earth school canvas as the infinite beings and the infinite awareness the radiate the radiant love that we actually are you know right. so that's one of my favorite sayings is the beauty of the and how do we embrace the paradox of joy and pain light and dark human and divine professional and personal to me that's our invitation and that's a lot of what's in my book I offer an earth view <laughs> a soul yeah. view and then how do we walk the beauty of the and I love the beauty of the and this is yeah. wonderful there's yeah. so much in the and it's not this or that it's this and that and um, we're not taught that either so talk about being trained into this we're taught, you know, live right, make the right decisions. And if you do all the quote right things, then your life should be good. It should be abundant. It should be whatever. And I think that that takes away the grand artist in life. And yes, we are powerful um, beings, but we're also part of a bigger um, story and a bigger evolution. So we're going to have pain. We're going to have challenge. And sometimes we are the vehicles for growing through that pain so we can become the lighthouse for uplifting humanity. And mm -hmm. it's nothing about punishment. It's it's about um, service. Mm. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This 
episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Did you know that Radiate Wellness is more than just a podcast? That's right. We're also a comprehensive, holistic wellness practice. Find out about our services, practitioners, and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there... Visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a coworker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate U, as in the letter U, but also, well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes guest interviews, and more. And now, back to our podcast and back to our guest. Yes. Well, I don't know if you are seeing these uh, spoons up here on my on my shelf. Yes. Uh, these are my grandmother's spoons um, that I got from her when she passed. And for those of you who are just listening and not watching on YouTube, that's totally fine. I'll tell you what's going on. There's one that is a a uh, regular eating spoon and one is a serving spoon. And the message is that um, the serving spoon is is larger and more important because it's more important to serve than to take. So it's a constant reminder. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And I actually love, even though you live that and you know that in your deepest truth, right? <laughs> As an infinite being in our human nature, mm-hmm. I've got to imagine that there are days when you walk by those spoons and go, oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yes. You know, Absolutely. but those are some, I mean, what a beautiful metaphor for life that she offered you. Mm-hmm. But we're also not taught that. Remember, I, I people are taught about I. What do I want in my life? I want this. I want this. And it may not just be for them. They may actually extend that I-ness to their inner circle or their family. But I think the invitation of the heightened division, all of the climatic changes and the fighting, and honestly, in the world right now, 
is actually our mirror to say, okay, you, you radiant, gorgeous soul traversing in a wonder suit of a body. How can you help be the vibration and the light to create the experience for everyone Mm. to prosper and live in joy? So, oh, I love those spoons so much. Yeah, it's a reminder when nervous, focus on service. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of symbols, um, in your book, there is a symbol that crops up several times there this is a triangle with an inverted triangle in the middle and then a hexagon in the middle Mm -hmm. so can you tell me what that is about it it is i love mandalas i love the suggestion of that and it actually is one of those things that whether consciously or subconsciously the reader is invited into connection You see, with our human eyes, we are human eyes and our human words. We always want to supplant meaning and et cetera. But I think in this book, it's an invitation to experience. So every time you see the symbol, I just want you to breathe into it Mm. and see how it speaks to you in that moment. Mm. Yes, to me, it symbolizes so many things. Well, uh-huh. first of all, beauty and its simplicity, but just the idea of connection, the idea of looking at what's inside. I mean, so you can look at it in many different levels, I'm That's sure. Right. You can, and I wanted the reader to start to tune in without me naming it for them, for oh, them to okay. start going, huh, what might this mean to me? So triangle for me can mean many many things um but it means at the core union of self others and the world and uh i i think that that is one of the most inspiring invitations every day like we can wake up and go oh my god how can i fall in love with life today because Mm -hmm. i'm not doing this gig on my own I've got earth helpers traveling all around me. I just got to get out of my head and actually notice what I notice mm-hmm. and just pause and say, what's the love note for me right now? Mm, I love the language that you use. It is so inviting and so evocative and, um, I don't know, just so present filled. Love. Go ahead, here. So um, why did you decide to write this book and what was the timing about? Um, I decided to write it. I, I knew through channeling years ago that writing would be an important vehicle for me to share inspiration and hope and etc. Remembrance, I think, because at the core, I think it's remembrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, But the timing of it was after I went through my own 911, it took me, most people don't have the luxury. I I was able to take a sabbatical for a year and, and do this exploration. And the reality is most people's lives weren't set up that way. And when these seven principles, these seven key spiritual principles of the soul solution were downloaded to me, I just knew 
that other people needed this daily roadmap. We needed a roadmap that connected us to, to our heart's intelligence, which is, you know, your heart's yearning uh, is the will of your soul. And so I wanted them to have a, a roadmap on how do I live through this every day? How do I reconcile all these earth view messages that feel so real and so heavy and kind of sometimes impossible to get through in a moment with a deeper truth of the infinite self? So the timing became such that between receiving the principles and also seeing a shift the last five years long before COVID, I kept having my clients come to me saying, I just don't have the same juice anymore. I can't yeah. figure it out. I don't have the same juice. For some people, they're saying, my life's been tipped upside down. Some part of their familiar identity was stripped away. Maybe it was a divorce. Maybe it was a health aspect. Might have been a different relationship. Might have been their career. And it felt like everything was falling apart. It felt unfair. It felt overwhelming and confusing. And I wanted to offer them, it can feel all those things, by the way. That's part of our human nature, and we have to feel that. But I also wanted them to recognize that it was the greatest invitation of their life, masquerading as the details of challenge, yearning, or crisis. So it just became, as I saw all these clients coming in the door, I'm like, it's time. The world is thirsting. People have this longing for union. And it, when we have a restlessness, when we have a longing, it's actually a longing to meet ourself again. Who you long to reconnect with, who you long to remember is the deeper truth of your um, infinite self. And I would say this for folks that might be like me. <laughs> when I was in my 20s, I'm like, are you flipping kidding me? I don't even know what that means, Thompson. Help me out here. Right. I would say this. There are different ways to understand this. Aristotle and other philosophers studied and coined a term um, named entelechy. And it is the entelechy of a caterpillar to become a butterfly. It's the entelechy of an acorn seed to become an oak tree. Wisdom is this, or nature is this profound wisdom teacher. Yeah. It innately knows who to become. It never gets confused. It can't push the seasons. It embraces dynamic exchange mm -hmm. of light and dark of uh, seas coming in and going out. Well, each of your listeners, if soul doesn't work, if infinite self doesn't work, maybe IntelliKey will work for you because you too have a seed of intelligence, of coding um, within you. You already know the way, the way to whatever experiences you're meant to have, the way through this challenge, the way to sit in the dark and not let it overwhelm you, but allow, like in Minnesota, it's freezing right now. And 
You know, life grows in the depths of dark. When we plant seeds, it's in the depth of the dark soil that they grow. And even right now in the middle of winter, it is being nurtured by the sun and it's growing. We may not see it, but that growth is always happening. So maybe you could say it's your IntelliKey and you're willing to rest in the breath or rest in a moment in nature and just say, hey, yoo-hoo, I'm listening. Help me out here. Show me the way. Help me remember. Beautiful. Part of that remembering is the soul solution, the seven parts. Can yes. you walk through that? I can. So there are seven key principles, soul, mind, uh, body, heart, service, gratitude, and love. Mm. And in each of the principles I was given, I wrote my book in a forest. And so you can go to my website. It's, it's a remarkable story, actually. But there was this table beautiful wooden table in the middle of the forest. So every day I went in with the creatures and I just connected to the, the wisdom that lies within the um, stones and the trees and the earth. And uh, an example of one principle is I tune into my heart to illuminate the way. Mm. We've all been taught, use your head use your big brain. Are you quote smart? And it was all about this IQ. And come to find out as science itself has evolved, we've got three brains. We got a gut brain, we got a heart brain, and we got a head brain. And the information actually flows up. We don't start with head information. So in this principle, I teach you how to tap into um, a couple levels of the heart. Uh, one is your physical level. We all know about that, the pump organ and how we take care of that. The second is the emotional level where, gosh, what delight and what great pain is in that, right? Your first love's fully alive, like, oh my gosh, so delicious, just the best. Um, extreme pain. Mm when something in life happens that didn't seem fair or right or you didn't mm -hmm. want. So there's an emotional level, but one subtle level deeper is what the mystics call the spiritual heart. Mm -hmm. And I teach the readers, how can you go from the busy brain to the deepest well of wisdom that's speaking to every day? We had to turn down the volume of life and turn up the volume of that voice that will lead you to um, all that you're meant to experience and offer this world. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. So um, on your website, you do have pictures of you writing in the forest, which yes. is beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, your website, is that the best way for people to connect with you and find out more about what you've got going on? Absolutely. So JanineThompson.net is a great way to connect with me. And I would encourage your listeners, like drop me a note. I promise you I'll write back. I would love to hear your, your thoughts, like um, 
how this experience, this dance with Christy and I, and this invitation was for you. You can find me at Facebook, Janine Thompson, LLC, or on Instagram, uh, underscore Janine Thompson, underscore. On my website, there's a free gift called What Makes Your Soul Light Up. And I encourage your listeners to do that. It's a 15-minute practice that actually helps you remember what makes you feel fully alive. You know, most people don't wake up in the morning going, yes, yay me, another day, another canvas of love to see beauty, create beauty, offer beauty. So this simple practice helps you uniquely tune into what makes your soul feel fully alive. So you can start to take some steps to create greater alignment already between this earth suit of a body and um, the brilliance that you really are as a soul. Oh, that is lovely. Is Now, is there anything we haven't discussed, anything we haven't covered about your book or about your work or about you that you think is important to mention? You know, I... I However, you can create more stillness in your life, I think is the single most profound act you can offer yourself, your your loved ones and life. I talked about it through the breath, hand on heart center, hand on your belly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can be looking at a flickering candlelight or the sparking links, you know, sun diamonds or a sunset in nature. For some people, they're like, Janine, I cannot sit still, pumpkin. You have no idea. I cannot sit still. I'm like, okay, let's honor that. Some people will get there through dance, through painting, through a freeing run. Like after a while, they run and they lose the busy mind. Anything that helps you lose the busy mind and then just be with the breath and say, I'm listening. I'm in. I'm in. Show me the way. Beautiful. I promise you, your soul will speak. It'll speak through a song, a whisper, goosebumps. Some book drops into your life. That's a game changer. Some human you meet that fundamentally re reshapes uh, the course of that moment, hour, day, or maybe even your life. Mm-hmm. Life to a podcast that yeah. <laughs> sparks something. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. These are beautiful vehicles. Like I trust whoever tunes in here today um, between our energy and our sincerest combined um, love of wanting to serve going back to your spoons. Like I feel like people can feel that even if they're not aware of it, something leaves a little lighter, a little more inspired, a little more hopeful, a little more aware when they leave. Right. So I just want to invite people to let's start to awaken feeling fully alive again. And when you start um, feeding joy just a little bit each day, a whole new world is going to open up for you. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Thank you so much, Janine, for talking with me today. It has been a joy. We have tried to do this for weeks now and things kept getting in the way. And I'm glad it finally worked out. Divine timing, my friend. 
It always is. Is now, isn't that the truth? And I think that's also one last thought for your readers is that you can let go of the grip so tight on the steering wheel. So much of my life, I thought I had to do this. I had to fix this. I had to manage it. The truth is, it it, it is going to happen when it's meant to happen. Today was our day, and for the love of life, it was not meant to happen. I couldn't. I couldn't have planned psychotherapist, executive, um, spiritual coach and guide ever. No career counselor would ever say, hey, this is an outstanding career path for you. No way. So just trust that even when you can't see it, there's something pretty magical happening on your behalf. Welcome it. Always is. All right. Thank you so much. And until we meet again, thank you. Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.